Welcome to Enjoying the Journey with Evangelist Scott Pauling. Today, we are on a journey through Scripture. We hope you'll join us as we make 66 stops through each book of the Word of God. The one Old Testament minor prophet that almost every child in Sunday school is acquainted with is the man known as Jonah. And this is the one book that if I said, tell me everything you know, most people could tell me at least the general story. They know of that great fish that swallowed Jonah. But I want to suggest to you that the greatest miracle of the book is not the great fish. The greatest miracle of the book is the great revival that God brought to an entire city and an entire nation. And the great miracle of the book is the salvation that God demonstrates. This is one of the greatest missionary books in the Bible. Jonah was in many ways the first foreign missionary sent out from Israel. And so God sends him out with a message of mercy, with a message of salvation and of repentance. Jonah's name means dove. Now he fulfilled that picture by flying away as quickly as possible, didn't he? But you'll remember, Law first mentioned, Genesis 8.8, the dove was first mentioned as being a bearer of good news. Well, that's what God always intended. Jonah was to deliver the good news. He said, well, I thought he was to tell them three days and Nineveh will be overthrown. Yes, that's exactly what he was to preach. But here's the point. God was sending that message because he wanted to show them mercy. He wanted to deliver them. And Jonah knew that. People have to hear the bad news before first, before they'll appreciate the good news later. They have to understand they're a sinner and they're lost without God before they'll appreciate the message of Jesus Christ. And so Jonah in many ways represents for us what all of us are to do, and that is to carry the message of both sin and salvation to those that desperately need it. And they're everywhere. They're all around us. But you know the story. He, he's the runaway prophet. And he's not running just from a place. He's running from a person. Listen to the words in Jonah chapter 1, verse 3. But Jonah rose up to flee into Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. That's repeated in verse number 10. Then were the men exceedingly afraid and said unto him, Why hast thou done this? For the men knew that he fled from the presence of the Lord. Friend, when you're running from God, you're not running from a place or a thing. You're running from Him. That's very dangerous. You see, in the presence of God, there is blessing, there's protection, there's every good thing. But outside of the presence of God, oh, friend, outside of the presence of God, there's nothing but grief and heartache and chastening. The great theme of the book of Jonah is God's pity. Don't you love that? God had pity on everyone. He had pity on Jonah. That's why He sent that great fish to swallow him up. That's why He used even the storm. I'm thinking now of Psalm 148.8 that says, Stormy wind fulfilling His word. Well, it did that in the book of Jonah. God was showing pity to His own child, to His own servant, Jonah. And all of us who've been saved for any length of time would have to stop right here and say, praise God for that. But he not only has pity on the servant of the Lord, he has pity on sinners. He had pity on Nineveh. And I want to read to you what I believe to be the key verse of the book. It's found in Jonah chapter 2, verse number 9. It's interesting, but it's a prayer that comes out of the belly of that great fish. Jonah is crying out, and he's not asking for anything. He's just confessing now. He says in Jonah chapter 2, verse 9, 
But I will sacrifice unto thee with the voice of thanksgiving. I will pay that that I have vowed. Salvation is of the Lord. Would you say those five words out loud right now? Salvation is of the Lord. Would you say it again? Salvation is of the Lord. In every way, if a man is saved, it's because of the Lord. It's not of us. It's not of our works. It's all of His grace and mercy. It's all the Lord Jesus. Could I challenge you to tell someone else those five words today? Some sinner or some backslider, someone who's never known God or someone that's known God but's prodigal like Jonah was, running from Him and a chastening, uh, enduring chastening from the Lord at this moment. Would you say to them, salvation is of the Lord? It's amazing, but God had to take Jonah underwater to get him to look to heaven. And sometimes God will have to do that with all of us, to bring us to the end of ourselves. The Bible says in chapter 2, verse 1, Then Jonah prayed. Friend, it would be much better to pray while you're on land than pray when you're in the belly of a great fish. This is a book of mercy. As a matter of fact, in chapter 3, verse 1, we read, And the word of the Lord came unto Jonah the second time. Oh, thank God for second chances, and third, and fourth, and fifth. Have you experienced that kind of grace and mercy in your own life? One unique thing about the book of Jonah is that Jonah is the only Old Testament prophet to whom Jesus specifically likened himself. Think about that. Read Matthew chapter 12. He said, Jonah's experience, taken by wicked hands, made a curse, buried three days and nights, coming out of that tomb and then going and preaching to the Gentiles. Jonah was a picture of the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. That's fascinating to me. Someone says, you mean the prodigal prophet, the one that ran and went the other direction, the one that we actually do know something bad about and Jesus identifies with him? Yes, and I think even that is a reminder of God's amazing mercy. That if God would be merciful to Nineveh, God will be merciful to you, dear sinner. And if God would be merciful to Jonah, then God will be merciful to you, backslider. You see, God's mercy endureth. And God loves us. And God is faithful to His Word. And so the great message of the book is the pity of God. As a matter of fact, the book ends with an unusual picture. It almost ends in a strange way. The Bible says, God speaking in the last verse of chapter 3, verse 11, And should not I spare Nineveh, that great city, wherein are more than six score thousand persons that cannot discern between their right hand and their left hand, and also much cattle? Now, wait a minute. Think of how this book ends. I understand the, the reference to the children. Six score thousand, that's 120,000 babies in that city. And by the way, God knows every baby. Every baby that America aborts, God knows that child. Every little one, innocent, God knows them and God loves them. But now listen to the end and also much cattle. Why mention the cattle? Well, I believe it's just another reminder of God's pity. God even pitied the animals that had to live in such a wicked place. God even pitied the cattle that had to be surrounded by such wickedness all around them. And I want to say to you, God has pity on all of us. It is woven throughout the book of Jonah, but it is revealed in an amazing way at the end of the book. May I say to you, the pity of God has been woven through your entire life, from the day you were born to this present hour. But at the end you're going to recognize how truly great God's pity to us is. The fact that we who deserve to go to hell are privileged to go to heaven.
that we who deserve nothing but destruction instead have the Lord's salvation. This is the message of the book of Jonah. And I want to say to you, this is not just a message for you and for me. It's a message for everyone. So Jonah, get up and carry it today. As you journey through this day, journey with Jonah. As you journey through this day, take this message and give it to someone else. Be that missionary prophet that Jonah was intended to be. Be the dove carrying the good news of peace and salvation in Jesus Christ because salvation is of the Lord. Friend, did you know that the purpose of the Bible is not to know the Bible, the facts, the people, the places, but instead the purpose of the Bible is to know God. Do you know Him? Do you know that God has already done everything necessary for you to know Him? Jesus Christ, God's Son, died on the cross and rose again from the dead to pay for your sin debt. It is our prayer that you will trust Jesus today. If you'd like additional help in your Christian life, be sure to visit our website, scottpauley.org. Among the many resources we have available, we're excited to make available to you a Journey Through Scripture daily Bible reading plan. This will be a tremendous help in our current study. Until next time, may God help you to enjoy the journey.